like you doing rattling around this big house? Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. Oh, I could hide neath the wing of the bluebird as she sings. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. What's it ring? And I rise. Wipe the sleep out of my eyes. My shaven razor's cold and it stings. You're listening to League Podcast Special Edition. I'm Matt Darson. Clay and Ultron. <laughs> we're going to talk about, maybe for a little while, maybe for the whole thing. Well, who knows? We're going to talk some WandaVision. So if you haven't seen it, Spoiler warning, we're going to talk about what happened in the first two episodes because that's all that has been released as we record this. Clay, how's it going? It's going well, sir. How are you? Hey, I just want to throw something back there. That Good Place episode you did was quite entertaining. Oh, well, thank you. It was it was fun. And uh, yeah, if you haven't listened to it yet, it's it's in the feed. So go back after you're done with this. And if you like the show, obviously, too, if, you, if you're like, I have no interest in it, well, then it's still fun. But you probably won't understand what we're talking about. I have but, a feeling that people are into WandaVision are also into sitcoms. <laughs> I, I hope they are. Because WandaVision has a lot of sitcom callbacks in it. Good segue, Clay. <laughs> no, but honestly, you and 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 your friend Joshua, that was that was such an informative and awesome podcast to listen to. Super, I, I listened as a fan. Well, I'm still a fan. Very I'm probably your biggest fan. Oh, you probably yeah, are. Yeah. You're right. John, you probably John. are the biggest fan of. You actually do listen to every episode, which is which is quality pretty, control. If, pretty if good. I'm, any, I'm not saying there could be, but it, let's say there's an audio issue. Just everybody's gonna check each other's work. Uh, we no, we never make mistakes. <laughs> I'm not saying it's ever happened. No, no, never. 430 episodes, we never made a mistake. But you're right; it's a good thing. But I mean, just I don't know. Do people do that? Like, do you think Conan O'Brien has ever listened to any of his podcasts? Oh no, but he probably doesn't. Maybe for reference reasons or with his family, like, oh hey, I I interviewed Tom Hanks last night. Did you see it? No. Like, come here, son. We'll watch it. You know what I mean? It might be like I mean, maybe, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's the kind of guy who likes himself that, you know what I mean? He would, he would be too. I think that he's too, he has too much stuff to do to listen to his own podcast. Well, that's saying that probably too. Maybe maybe around the house, there might be an occasion where, or his son might be like, oh, dad, I saw this interview you did with Quentin Tarantino or whatever. Uh, Maybe. I I feel like his kids don't care that he's famous and interviews famous people. I feel like he said that. Who knows? I'm just saying, as far as quality control, I bet most podcasters don't go back and listen to their own podcasts. Some, but they also have a, a Matt Gorley or, or whatever. To... I think some of the Mac podcasters and stuff, they, they might listen to their own. Maybe. Or maybe they just check it like real quick and listen to, oh, did he cut that thing out? Or what I asked him to. They might just double check. Yeah. Thankfully, you do. 
as our biggest fan and also quality control. And uh, so WandaVision, what, what did you think? We had two episodes last Friday. Everybody I, was super excited. I was excited to watch another Marvel show because it's been a while since anything and we, we don't have like a rollout right. of of Falcon and Winter Soldier quite yet. You know, I would kind of wish that one was first because... Well, was Loki supposed to be first, I think? I don't really know. And I, I think... don't really know why... I kind of feel a little bit... You were saying about the Wonder Woman movie. I guess maybe there's... It's for some people. I don't know if this is exactly for me. Like, who's excited about seeing Scarlet Witch and Division? <laughs> You know, I'm just not like I'm not like a big huge Avengers or X Men fan. I, I like the X Men, but I like Wolverine and Cable and stuff like that. Like <laughs> I don't consider well like, Scarlet Witch is something that tied to, and I never read House of M or any of that stuff. So I'm yeah. a little bit eh, I don't really care about these guys. Okay, yeah, I just, I think the world at large was more interested just because, like you said, we haven't seen any Marvel, new Marvel stuff since, well, I guess technically Spider-Man Far From Home, which came out, um, you know, but that wasn't even a Marvel, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a Marvel movie, but. Yeah, like, what was the last, movie. like, TV thing, like, uh, Daredevil? Season? Well, TV, right, we haven't, all those Netflix shows are long, long canceled, and, uh, you know. And, so like, way dark and not, like. Like, this exists in the Avengers, bubbly, yeah. Disney, colorful... I, I'm not saying I, that I didn't like the episodes, but I just don't care about this part of the Avengers. <laughs> well, you, it was funny you that know? you recommended that we... You're like, let's do a podcast on WandaVision. I thought you would... I want to see, like, what... I always want to see, like, what your your take is on it. And the, I oh, like I see. You know a little more about maybe why people might be excited for it. Uh, I, I mean, I don't. I know why I'm excited. I don't know why people are excited, but you know. Why are you excited? Okay, so here's here's my first of all. One of the when I was a kid, and I started reading comics. I remember there was a. I had only been reading comics like I don't even not that long because when did that? Anyway, there was a twelve issue Vision and Scarlet Witch series, and it was them living in the in the suburbs in New Jersey or something. And there was like an issue that had Spider-Man in it. And there was an issue that had, and they were, they Quicksilver was in some of them. It was, I mean, I'm not saying that that informed this show, but it was, a. as far as just me. Yeah. Like that was a kind of a, a defined, cause it was, I was still new to comics and I thought, Oh, okay, I'll just buy this. You know what I mean? It was, it let's, when did it come out? I'm trying to look it up right now. Oh, I don't even know. I didn't realize. 1985? Yeah. There was a Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries that was not the Tom King one. I I didn't know that was. Well, yeah, the Tom King one, it doesn't really have Scarlet Witch. It just has just Vision. I don't don't know. I haven't read that one yet. It's in my my thing. 1986 is the one that I'm familiar with. Apparently there was one. In 1983, but I don't. Who's the editor in chief? Rascally Roy. (laughs) Yeah, wow. So four issues was the 1982 version, and that was just them, whatever, hanging out, 
But this the volume two one I think is kind of more what we're looking at. Like I said, they were in they were living in the suburbs. They had left the Avengers. Well, they left the Avengers, I think, in the first issue. They were just I quit. Because I think what happened was this was when the government was getting in the Avengers business. Henry Gyrich. Do you remember that? that all with the thing with the new US agent Captain America and all that? This was before even that. That does come up though. Yeah, I'll I'll get to that. So they were like, you can't marry an android. Mar, mar, mar. Oh, like they were all upset. I don't know. If, <laughs> I just, I'm just going on memory. I don't remember. I don't know if this is positive. So if, if somebody's out there going, you idiot, this is my memory of it. Again, I was nine. So give me a break if I'm wrong. No, no, but, it's cool. I mean. So they quit the Avengers and then they went and lived in the suburbs. And and then it was and it was a twelve issue series and and we learned about Scarlet Witch new stuff about witchcraft she was literally a witch in in, in addition to being a mutant with her powers no, to you know, use we, a not great term but I watch a lot of Peaky Blinders is she have is she a gypsy no I, I don't know I mean I don't think so like she's I'm not sure I don't want to get into that I don't watch a lot of Peaky Blinders so I don't know what the definition is and i don't want to offend oh, no. any no that can be a weird yeah like gypsies they, they, well they call each other gypsies in that show all the time but it just almost like as if she grew up in transylvania and her family traveled around like a circus i mean no but she had there was a woman who was her witch trainer lady you know and this old lady named agatha harkness who some people think might be agnes on the sh- on the show the law, the Catherine Hahn character. I love so, Catherine Hahn, by the way. I do too. I, I she is so fantastic. So, and, and when you when you get to the end of the series, the twelfth issue is Wanda envisions the birth of their children. Mm-hmm. They have twins on the in the comic. So I don't know if you've seen some of the trailers, but they are holding two babies. In some of the footage that is well, released. I, well, spoiler or warning again. I, I, you know, you see her instantly like, yeah, pregnant at the end of the second episode. Yeah, she's like instantly pregnant. And then in a trailer that I just watched today, they're like, Vision's like, Wanda, you're bigger. And so she definitely, they, they're definitely going with the twins because I don't, if you want to go that route, there's, you see two of a lot of things in the first two episodes. There's like, and are two... the twins related? Or are they like the Franklin Richards of the those two? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what's happened since when I was still buying Avengers pretty regularly. Spoiler warning: I, I don't know if they're going to work this in, but potential spoiler warning. So when John Byrne took over West Coast Avengers, he had this thing where the Scarlet Witch's Wanda's kids were just disappearing whenever she wasn't thinking about them. And she, so like, she's like, what's happening to my children? And it turns out they weren't real. (laughs) She had used her powers to create these children. And people were some, I forget who, there was no villain, but there was like some evil group a Hydra type group kind of thing that was involved or whatever. And they were like, of course you can't have, you're an android and a mutant. You can't have kids. And then they also kidnapped Vision and destroyed his brain so that he couldn't really be 
he didn't act human. He just acted like a total android kind of thing. So, so that set Scarlet Witch off on this. She went down this, you know, uh, wormhole of craziness. And she became crazy, really, is what happened. And then, yeah. It, but they might have retconned all this. Because I think they did have a storyline where their twins were grown up. So I don't know what they did there. You'll have to look it up mm. in, in your Marvel wiki. But yeah, that was a pretty insane storyline for John Byrne to to spin there. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, anyway, I love John Byrne. Yeah, I love yeah. his. Uh, I haven't read a bunch of his Avengers, but I've read Fantastic Four, which I always yeah. Oh, that's that's so like good. yeah, Ultimate Fantastic Four right there is the yeah, John Superman, Byrne. of course, but like. Sure. For Marvel, I love all that stuff. Oh, he did some. He had a pretty good run on Avengers, as I recall, in like the late '80s. Anyway, yeah, but that's why to bring it all back. That's why I was interested because I was. I wonder if they're going to work all that yeah. in to Vision to Wandavision. So that's so that, that's answered your question. <laughs> I, I yeah, and I've been every article I go to read about anything about it says there's a bunch of easter eggs and and stuff like yeah it, to me it seems like they're doing each episode is a different amalgam it's because it's not exactly it but it's just all old black classic black and white tv sitcoms which is awesome because actually when i got home usually stacy's watching i love lucy on cbs all access she watches it all nice. the time and it was wow. really funny because um, oh my god this is like dick van dyke show it's like... it is actually did you know they had dick van dyke like as an expert sort of like to come on about what kind of you know how did you work you know what did you do when you were doing that? and he apparently had no idea who marvel's like what the marvel cinematic universe was <laughs> they asked him how they shot yeah stuff. yeah like how you work with you know because back then they had one camera you know like and stuff like that and, and whatever. So. And, and I thought it was, I thought the show was incredibly funny and I thought it was very stylistic. I like the, I like the little animations. I like the, all of the actors in it were like so good. And uh, yeah, I really, I liked it, but I was like, and it seems like they're stuck maybe in some, you know, I wanted to say a parallel universe or they're stuck somewhere. And well, you keep hearing some sort of radio transmission. Scarlet Witch or Wanda, why are you blah, blah, blah. We're trying to help you yeah. through the radio and stuff. Even a little bit like the Munsters TV show or the Addams Family at certain points. Well, there was like, definitely some bewitched. Uh, there was definitely a lot of sort of bewitched. Even the, the opening oh, so credits to the second episode, which I had, it was totally borrowing from bewitched, which this, I, which this I is liked. a great use of Disney resources to have. Somebody draw <laughs> animation in an old style like that for one of their top streaming shows for the month. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, this is definitely, yeah, you're, you're right. Everybody's talking about this. Everybody's writing articles and posting YouTube videos and all the Easter eggs. We're not going to get into all that stuff because that's just, well, that's I mean, much. I, I guess I don't know. No, none of it. It was all kind of like flash from like flash stuff that I like, like when they kind of have. I think I like really like this thing just as much as train fights when they speed up the film when the superhero has a superpower when he's typing it on his on his adding machine and it was like 
like I love I love, yeah. love, love little like old school like cinematic tricks or like whatever. Oh yeah, I probably did it. In I, CGI, I, but I when the Flash would like on the old Flash TV show would eat ten pizzas and they showed it all in like super fast time. I love that shit. Well, I like they did that too when he's when the vision in the second episode when he's like, "Is this your card? Is 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 this your card?" <laughs> and he's throwing all the cards around. But yeah, I mean, like they definitely went totally in that direct. They totally leaned into like we're doing this old sitcom style, and but they were full on because like you're right. There's obviously an underlying story, and there's this group which I we're pretty sure is Sword. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a Marvel, you might not know. The sword is like sort of shield kind in of space. Like shield. Okay. Yeah, it's like shield for outer space, where shield is like on Earth. So, and that's they're gonna tie that into that has something to do with Nick Fury or something in the MCU, right? I maybe. think so. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe because now he's kind of out in space with the scrolls and stuff. So yeah. we'll have to see. But there, the sword insignia is in different places it's on the clock uh oh no where the hell is it it's on the helicopter that she finds she finds that helicopter in the bushes that's in color well to me that like this that helicopter when i saw it not knowing anything about sword or anything i i just was like oh that's kind of an icon of tony stark because it yeah was it's like even red and yellow red and so yellow red I, I was like i guess oh, gold. So it's like if they're if they're basically stuck in the matrix or however i don't really care like however they're gonna do it it's probably a fun thing and it'll probably right. be like pocket dimension or something about ant-man who knows they'll probably do something cool with it i assume i'm just along for the ride i don't i don't really care <laughs> well yeah i mean i don't i'm just, I'm just along for the ride but I, like there is the theory that this is going to introduce the multiverse to the MCU. So, oh, so it'd be like, more a little bit like kind of like DC so that you can do whatever you want. In right. You can have, but like there's other, cause the next Dr. Strange movie is called Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. So I think the idea is that this is supposed to lead into that. I don't know if it's going to happen. Everything is out of order now because of COVID, but, but that was the plan. Apparently. Did I see an Ant-Man poster too? Or I don't until... know. Maybe if, I saw, if it was fake. Maybe. There's definitely a few little things, though. I don't know if you know the, yeah, the, the Toastmate 2000, the little commercial in the middle of the first episode for the Toastmate 2000. And then they do Toast- one for a Strucker watch. Yeah, Strucker watch. And the Toastmate 2000 is by Stark. So, yeah, I mean, there there's callbacks or, or shout-outs, I guess you've gone. Now, I don't know if you saw, as I posted on our League podcast, Instagram. There is a rumor going around that yes. Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in X Men: Days of Future Past and X Men: Apocalypse, yeah, don't 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 see that one, but <laughs> go see Days of Future Past. But Oscar Isaacs, boy. he didn't realize he was even signing up for the amount of makeup they put him through, and he was pissed. Well, he looked pissed in the movie. <laughs> he looked, <laughs> he looked like yeah. he did not want to be there. He did <laughs> not. Oh, that movie! That movie was was as beyond good. beyond beyond. I'll sit through anything and even say good things about Wonder Woman eighty four. Like, I literally that's that's I drew the line there. I walked out of the movie theater, and I, and <laughs> wow. I never. You know me. Have no, I ever you told never you I've done that. Wow, 
that's yeah it's just it's sad like because it's like oh they such a good story. how do you fuck that up but whatever anyways but do um, you think actually you know do you think this is maybe how they're gonna introduce via deadpool probably the the fox properties this is the theory, been. right? I mean, that's one of the theories. If it's true, and if Evan Peters shows up now in the comics, of course, he's Wanda's brother, right? Yeah, he's one, and of course they but had so Wanda's brother in Age of Ultron. But if he's from a different universe, and oh, like oh, the possibilities are are endless. But of course, he's a much better Quicksilver than the guy than what's his name, Aaron Absolutely. Taylor Johnson. Absolutely, and because they yeah. used his. They did that cool thing how they shot the the super speed powers where everything was slow mo. Right, he's that running was, on a treadmill. Like you uh, gotta really give it to well, Days of Future Past, but really certain things, certain moments, and almost all of the X Men movies are something really fucking badass. So yeah, I know. Even though some of them are good and some of them are very bad, they do like there's always something creative in the, even the a, it's it's like a prototype mcu <laughs> yeah kind of you know it's they didn't it's, hit it every time and they didn't all right. tie in together but as a whole now that they're all done it's that's the x-men cinematic universe right there yeah basically yeah i mean is it some of them were very good like i loved obviously days of future past was i think probably the best x2 going way back was really good x2 i liked first, first class love, and the rest i love first class because yeah i loved mad men and it's not only because of january jones but just because it was like whole whole hellfire club like that really stylistic james bond like era of cool fucking shit the yeah Green missile crisis another Another great X Men oval office scene. That's right. Yeah. Which I'm always of a boner for an oval office scene. <laughs> so, anyways, that's a theory. They're gonna bring in that. That's how they're gonna tie in the X Men, all the Fox characters, or at least the X Men. I guess not Fantastic Four or whatever. But I don't know. But I'm up for it. You know, I'm, I'm ready. I'll watch it. Obviously, but I mean, I guess as far as WandaVision, though, like, I mean, it's it's definitely it's it's such a different thing for Marvel or any Marvel thing. You know, it's 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 a sitcom, you know, it's completely different from anything they've done. It's 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 kind of weird to think now. And I love too at the end you were talking like, oh, they go back, you know, it's black and white. and Yeah. And that. But at the end of the second episode, it all just kind of like, and it just becomes color. And it's it's kind of like, which is another kind of Bewitch thing, because Bewitch started in black and white. By the end yeah. of its run, it was in color. So, like, it's kind of just And also, like, you know, any sort of, like, it was just very, like, Pleasantville. <laughs> right. Know? I love that movie. I mean, I love Pleasantville. Yeah, because there is that part, too. It's, it's when the... They're sort of the the mean girl in a way. I what's her Dottie, like when yeah, when Wanda from, uh, like breaks in, the glass. She's in Buffy, and her yeah. hand, yeah, and her hand is bleeding, and the blood is red, but everything else is black and white. Oh, it looks so weird. Like, like in Pleasantville, when you watch Pleasantville, when everything 
is black and white, but there's like one thing of color. You like the color really pops. <laughs> yeah. That blood on her hand looks so red when it's when everything else is black and white. It's crazy. It, and they it's, it seems like they have like the best possible writers and shit for this stuff. But obviously you get like it's a little bit I dream of Jeannie too because they could be stuck in the bottle living out this whole suburban life like wherever they are in this pocket verse. Yeah, I mean, that's we'll have to see what it seems like. Yeah. Did she create this reality because she wanted to have like a nice normal life uh, or what? I don't know this guy Matt Shackman, who he has, he's credited as the director, but I think he also had his, you know, pretty. He's he had quite the say in the creation as well, although I don't know that for sure. But he worked on Game of Thrones and Fargo and and a lot of sh- he worked on Mad Men apparently. I don't know what his role was in some of these shows, but he's been around a lot. So yeah, I think he knows his. His TV, and they have they have Disney budget. I mean, right? So they can do great, pretty much like, whatever they want. Like, <laughs> you know, there's like that animation when he's chewing when he swallows the gum. Oh, I <laughs> know, I love that. How cool is that? Like, and also like, there's a guy that plays his boss, the Hart, Mr. Hart. Yes. Like that guy was on Girls, I think, and I just whenever I see that guy, I think of other stuff I've seen him in. And he would be like the perfect like Stanley Kubrick if you were to play him. Like in, they needed someone to play him in the movie. That guy. I know he he looks like such like he has he looks like the boss. Yeah, he would totally be the boss. You know, <laughs> like and of course his wife Mrs. Hart was Deborah Joe Rupp from that '70s show. And that whole thing was like that's Fred and Ethel from Next Door on I Love Lucy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, like per yeah, the neighbors, you know, what, or, or the boss is coming. I'm not the neighbors. The neighbors, Catherine Hahn, but yeah, the boss coming over to. Oh no, my boss is coming for dinner. So it's such like oh hijinks, you know, like and Wanda's trying to cook and stuff. And she, I love when she uses her powers and throws the lobsters out the window. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and she like like overcooked the turkey or something. Right, or, and then made it go like reverse it like with her super magical mutant power whatever they happen to be and she she goes oh i did it too far like the opposite of burning she makes them eggs yeah they turns into eggs yeah it's it's i mean it's like just so like like this goofy little like and the goofy like, sound effects it's it's so funny they, like got we like i thought when the boss was joking like they landed on that like a little too long and it was like a little gross and disturbing like and then Vision pulls the whatever chicken leg out of his. Well, yeah. Throat. I mean, I think the like did Wanda make him choke or something, right? Like, because he said something. I don't remember what the line was, but he said something kind of like off, you know. And and I think like I think we're supposed to think like, oh, maybe she didn't like, you know, she we're didn't like that. To think that maybe she's like a little bit bad. Yeah, she might have a little, you know, just a little dark side, you know. Mean streak. Well, a mean streak. I mean, like, I don't know where they're going. We don't know what's what's going on here. Like, they could, they could be going that crazy route, like they went in the John Byrne series, because that led to House of M, which is what you, which well, Bendis 
did that, and he just said, "Scarlet Witch is going to be, she's going to finally snap," and she then she says, "No more mutants," or you know. Yeah, and she does, you know, doesn't she kind of do a Thanos kind of thing, like makes. Yeah, like everything is different. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, she got rid of all the mutants, but like, oh, there were like sixty mutants or something like that. I forget. I thought I thought it was kind of a jip in a way, because <laughs> like they were like. Oh, most of the X-Men are still mutants, but everybody else just lost their powers. Like a lot of mutants just lost their mutant power. So that was that was her that was her going crazy, apparently. Well, and also, I mean, yeah, through Magneto and Quicksilver, she is a mutant. Like are they in, Yeah, in, in the Marvel universe, she is now mutant in it, the MCU. Well, Disney can't couldn't use they didn't own mutants like fox owned mutants so they couldn't but be they have it now so. i know i don't know what they're gonna do they're, whenever they say the word mutant on one of those disney shows it's gonna be like headlines everywhere <laughs> probably i mean there are so many it's so weird like there are so many things that you couldn't use anymore you know they were like so like yeah they just they i think they they started calling them I forget. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they couldn't you know, use Adam. Like Deadpool three is that's that's greenlit, right? They're they're definitely yeah, making one. Yeah, absolutely. But that's probably still going to be a few years away. But they, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is like, yes, I'm down. But it's gonna. He's got a bunch of other things lined up first. But... Yeah, it's greenlit. Weird, like movie where he was like a video game character or something. Yeah, Free Guy. Did that ever come out? I don't know. Right. I will not be watching that. I don't think. There were that. like it didn't look that bad on the. One of the trailers I saw looked pretty good. There were a couple of trailers. One of them I was like, "Oh, this doesn't look good." And then I saw another one that was a completely different trailer that actually made it look kind of funny. So I don't know. I mean, I might see it. Whatever. Who knows? If it's streaming, or if it's hey. If we start going back to the movie theaters, I'll see almost anything. I'm so starved. Amen, brother. I am starved to You'll go to the through movie. a fidget inside extravaganza just to do it. <laughs> hey, you know what I wanted to talk to you about while we're on, in the Disney Plus platform was you recommended that Marvel 616 show. And, yes. Yeah, that's good. I don't think I can really have the patience to watch them all, <laughs> but I'll probably watch. No, them. I agree. There's some of them are the more boring Spider-Man than others. One next, but I watched the. And I think we might have even talked about it on the show already, but I watched the one where they made that Iron Man 2020 comic book, and oh, yeah. with Dan Slott. But and so then after that, I was like, oh well, why don't I buy it? So I bought it on Comicsology so I could like read it. With knowing like the little behind the scenes of it all and everything, and it's it's pretty good. And then I watched the one with Paul Shear, where yeah, that one's kind of funny. But it's again, was, it's a little I long. That was awesome, that one. Yeah, I I, really? I agree. I was gonna say, why is this? Fi- I watched it like I took breaks. Like I watched it like over three times. <laughs> it's only an hour, but I was like, man, I was like, how long is this? I know. I, it, I, it I went and watched something else. Better. Like, shorter you know but paul shear is really funny it, it was really funny and like that. 
the animation they came up with and, and stuff was was funny. Yeah, I like the little <laughs> joke. He's like, you don't the his crew keeps like heckling him. Or yeah, like, we don't have the money. Have the He's like, we have to go to Europe, and they're like, no, we're, we're just gonna call him. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and he's like, but the other, the one when the guy was in Chicago, and he's like, we don't. They're like, we don't have the budget to fly all of us to Chicago, and so he's like, oh, I I flew him here and rented a house. It was cheaper to do that. <laughs> I just thought it was just funny, but I I, I really like that show is fucking great. Yeah, I'm glad it's. I'm glad they they did that. It's a fun little I'm thing. I'm gonna watch the cosplay one or whatever. Uh, who knows? Who knows uh, I watched that one. It was yeah. fine. It was, it was okay. I haven't watched them all yet. The cosplay one was okay. I mean, it does follow different people. It's not just like one, one person. Yeah. But you know, it does I, get a little I like ooh. from conventions is always being like on a panel and then like having them knock on the door like, "Are you guys done yet? Like, you got the vision." <laughs> I know, panel but it's kind of, it's more about the personality of the, the yeah. you know, these people travel around and there's a, a community. I know I used to, that was one of the reasons I hated going to conventions after a while because I was just like, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Like, dude, you don't need to have, okay, dress up, but your Doc Ock costume is taken. <laughs> right. And you, that's why you can't walk around. It wasn't that, like, I want them to dress up and have fun. And if that's. You know, that helps you like feel more comfortable, especially, you know, or whatever. I know a lot of it is there's these people, you know, it's certain it helps them with confidence and stuff. And that's all great. I love it. But yeah, like I want to be able to just walk from one table to another <laughs> at a convention <laughs> yeah. and your tentacles and, and just swords and all this stuff. You're just you're in the way and everybody's stopping to take your picture. I don't know. It's all, yeah. it's fine. But, and now I, I feel different because like, oh, I haven't been to a convention and obviously in a while. So and and who knows they, if I'll ever, who knows when we'll go back. So. They, they have signs now. It's like, don't stand here and get your picture taken. Keep it moving. Yeah. There's like special that. rooms like set up, like <laughs> the, the cosplay room. Go over there and, and do that. But people don't pay attention. People, people, especially people, you know what I think? I don't know. I can't believe we're getting into this, but like, it's the people that don't really go to these things all the time, and they think well, every costume is amazing. You know, they think every costume is the best. I need to take a picture with you. I need to take a picture with you. I need to take a picture with you. <laughs> the people who've done it before, hey, cool costume, and then they move on. You know. Yeah, or maybe you're the. It's the first time you're dressing up, but then you don't realize that you're not supposed to stand in the hallway and that you're supposed to go to the cosplay place, but you've never done it before. You just got right. a really cool Doc Ock costume. <laughs> I love this. Doc Ock is our go-to. <laughs> and, and then he's like, oh, his friend is like, I'm going to be the vulture. <laughs> but anyways, like, yeah, that's, that's a fun. I think it's, I think it was worth it, but you know, there was another one that like, they talked about like, different creators a lot of female creators in in at marvel which was kind of well, cool hey, but again I, don't I didn't even catch that in the menu i just skimmed over it i think oh, it's it's pretty interesting but it's also a little long i'm like all right i don't, I don't know yeah i'll watch it over the course of a week i'm gonna watch it yeah. in 15 minute segments 
I feel like these things, they could have told the same story, and, and you know, and it would have been more concise. But hey, whatever. They could, but they could do a comic book process one, two hours long every week, and I would watch it. So I don't think I thought that the Dan Slott one was long. I think that I, I was, I love that stuff. So yeah, um, that was pretty cool. But but yeah, the Paul Shear one. Was I mean, I like John Hamm and 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 all that. I, I love John Hamm and oh, anything. Yeah, I forgot but, about uh, that. But it was a little bit like, okay, creating the characters. Uh-huh. Like, you know, <laughs> the characters. Anyways. Yeah, but, you know, it's new content. It's fun to go to Disney Plus and be like, oh, hey, look, that wasn't there before. And, I like and... hardly ever discover anything on there. But, like, I want that Jeff Goldblum show to come back. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'm going through Rebels, so that's why I go to Disney Plus a lot. I'm still working my way through Rebels. But well, I was, yeah. My animation has been stuck now for a long time on uh, trekking through Trek, watching the animated series. Right. I haven't done it in a while because it's like, I don't really want to watch that. <laughs> I think we... We took it. We 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 got you off track, right? Because we started watching the movies while you were still in. The... Yeah, and I was if I was full on watching episodes of TNG, which is the next after the animated series, I would probably be a little bit more keeping up with it. But the animated series is it's not that it's bad. It's just like I'm never really in the mood to watch it. I, I get you. It, it's not that. How long is it though? It's not that long, right? It's only a. There's a not season? that many episodes. It's like uh, yeah. one season. Uh, okay. Yeah. I never watched much of it. I, I only watched like a like, full season, though. It's like twenty-four episodes, or something. So. Well, that's the funny thing about some of these shows that I've been watching. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, how long is this season? <laughs> that is interesting. When even when you go back a couple of years, or like something new is a twenty-two episode season, you're like, oh. yeah, I never do that anymore. So how about when they were doing episodes. like. Over two seasons. Sad. Yeah, or they would do a half a season. You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, here's the, the mid-season finale, they would call it. Like, what the mid-season finale? So they could sell more DVD sets, I think, back in the day. One of the shows we watch on Netflix is so confusing because it's, I don't know how it comes out. Like, it's we watch Sabrina, and it's, they come out in thirds. <laughs> a season comes out in thirds. So like every couple months, they'll be like, "Oh look, there's new Sabrina to watch." But they and then they number everything as chapters from the beginning. Right. So you never know where you are in the thing. <laughs> so it's like, and all of a sudden you'll like have some random number like, "Oh, we have three new episodes of Sabrina to watch." Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the chapter thing is funny because I never remember. And you're like, what episode were you on? Thankfully, a lot of these streaming services will tell you like that you, where you left off. But unless you fall asleep. Well, that's that's yeah, that's also a problem. Which I do a lot. <laughs> I'm a tired old man. <laughs> Whatever. Do we want to? I guess was there anything else about Wandavision? I guess there wasn't much. No, I mean, I, there were I tons like of it. other things, but. I, I mean, yeah. I just, you know, it's, if it has to do with, like, the Avengers or, or something, I'm not really catching that, but I am enjoying it as a 
50 sitcom that's related to the Marvel Universe somehow, and I can follow along. I know what's, I know the inside vision jokes, and I, I get all of the comic book references. So, you know, I sure. like it. Well, they're not, I don't think they're going to do the 50s stuff. They're they're moving up now. I think they're going to be moving yeah, so up. Like it's a different, decade, uh, each or yeah, each episode is going to be a different era. So, well, that'll but, be cool to watch. Yeah. Now they're in color. They're probably going to do like a 70s kind of thing next. And then, I don't know, like an 80s style family ties kind of thing. But, yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot to. I don't think there's that many. I think it's only going to be six episodes or something. So they got to move along here. But I know we're supposed yeah, so to it's see. like a limited series, a mini series. Yeah. Like a mini series. I think yeah. we're supposed to see Kat Dennings, you know, from, from the Thor movies, the first two yeah. Thor movies. Like we're going to see more of, uh, what's her name, who plays Tayona Harris, who plays like the other Captain Marvel, like Captain Marvel's friend. Grown up, oh, no, oh, it's, it's oh, wow. the grown up version of the girl in in Cap, the little girl in Captain Marvel, you know. Yeah, whatever. the Captain Marvel that like I grew up with. Uh... Yeah, exactly. And uh, the guy, you know, it's fun. I don't know. I don't think he has a it says he's in seven episodes. So I guess maybe it's longer than I thought. Apparently, it's nine. Okay, never mind. It's not six. It's nine. That was my mistake. John, if you were here, you would correct oh me. It's nine episodes. Anyway, and the guy who played in, in Ant-Man versus the Wasp, the guy who played the Jimmy Woo, well, the actor's name is Randall Park, but the guy, who, you know, he's supposed to appear in it too. He was the FBI agent who was like keeping tabs on Scott Lang. So that's like another Marvel tie-in. Oh, yeah. So, Randall Park, he was in Veep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, uh, you know. There's a lot of a lot of meat on the bone here. It's almost like a, it's so it's going to be kind of a little bit of shield, shield which is or sword which is basically shield. Sword. Uh, yes. I forget what it stands for. Don't. Whatever. It's it's the same thing. It's it's some dumb acronym. Secret. <laughs> warp. Blah blah. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Secret <laughs> warp. I don't know. I forget. Go look it up. But yeah, right. I mean, there's I a lot to up. come. I looked it up. Sentient oh. World Observation and Response Department. Nice. Bloop, bloop. Created bloop, bloop. by Joss Whedon. Yeah, in the his astonishing X-Men oh, uh, series two years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Hearing some bad things about uh, Josh. These Josh, Josh. Don't say anything about Josh or Joshua. Or big no, people. not, but I apparently or Joss. Yes, people, some people are not down on Joss at the moment. I don't know what to say. But I actually didn't mind his run on Astonishing X-Men. So if you feel like finding out what Sword's all about, go go buy his yeah, his Astonishing X-Men run. It was pretty it was pretty good, actually. And what's wow. his name? John Cassidy. Love that uh, guy. The artist. Very good stuff. He's, so. he's the best. Yeah. Very cool. I met him once at a convention, speaking of. He's cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Remember those old conventions and you could even just people yeah. you knew like somebody big like that, you just go up and talk to him. I remember yeah. him just going to New York Comic Con like a few years ago and George Perez had just like retired, but he just was sitting there at his table, no one was bothering him. I was like, I just talked 
I just said literally said hi to George Perez. And he was like, Hello. <laughs> you know, like it was nice. Yeah. I mean they're very it's like it you could just chat about the great thing you could chat about non comic stuff. That was always the funnest part to me. I is going up and being like, hey, how about the food here? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Not not, not that I would do that. But you know what I mean? It's great to just talk about normal things. Because they're just normal people. Yeah. So, yeah. That part, of, that's probably, I don't know. That may never come back. Because that was gone even before COVID. Because they just got too crowded. And you couldn't <laughs> do that anymore. But, yeah. It was, it was, that's how I met David Mack. And I was like, this guy's Ramita. so nice. Yeah, Mac, Mac. And I just started buying all his stuff. <laughs> I mean, I was a fan, but like going up to him and be like, hey, I just saw you on that panel. It was great. He's like, oh, thanks. And we just started talking. I'm like, damn, this guy's great. <laughs> so, yeah, good times. Very well. Very well. All right. I guess, yeah, thanks for listening. That's all we got on WandaVision and 616 and all the other things that we. We talked Disney about plus experience. Yeah, Disney Plus experience. But thanks for listening. Go check out all of our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and LeaguePodcast.com. Yeah, and that's it. I guess. Anything else, Clay, you want to hype up or talk about? Adios, asshole. Oh, well, I, I should say, if people are listening, which they're not, I started a Substack. So it's clayinferno.substack.com. And for a limited time, it's like really cheap. It's like $5 to get a subscription for the whole year. But everything that's going on there right now is free anyway. So there's that. And also, I started doing my podcast, I Think This Is Great with Clay Inferno. I think this is great. Dot com had very good to debut yesterday. And oh, it's a excellent. short little episode. It's only three minutes long. But if you were subscribed to it 17 months ago and you were surprised to see an episode there, it's there's just a little bit of content for the Martin Luther King holiday talking about the movie Selma and a little short clip from the movie. Very good. Go. Go check that out. Very good. Can I ask, uh, maybe people don't know what a Substack is. Can, can you maybe A Substack is a email newsletter, and a lot of um, journalists use them. My friend Luke, who was my second guest on I Think This Is Great, has a book of all of his Substack, basically blog entries and newsletter entries. Recently has a second book come out. It's called... Uh, that's LukeO'Neill.substack.com. But anyway, if you go to the site, you sign up. Most people give you like a lot of free um, content on there, anyways. But but if you, it's like a way. It's almost like Patreon for like an email newsletter. Like you might wanna, you might get some news there. I'm gonna be talking about mo- news, movies, stuff we don't call to cover like here. You know, a little bit of politics. I've been like writing, just working on my writing game, productivity, kind of like Mac nerd shit. Stanley Kubrick all the time. Cool. Like, you know. <laughs> Very well. All right. So there you go. Check it out. Is it Clay? What is the clayinferno.substack.com? And oh, I feel like it wouldn't yeah. be fair after that big long thing about you should talk about your T public page. 
Oh, well, we can talk about T Public, sure. But yeah, go to T Public.com. Is it Robinhood Comic? I don't even, I don't go to my own thing that much. But yeah, Let's well, first of all, check site. out RobinhoodComicBook.com. Yeah, there you go. And then from that, there will be a link there to buy stuff on T Public and Redbubble. But there's a lot more than just Robin Hood stuff. But you should also check out Robin Hood Outlaw of the 21st Century because, yeah, that's really my pride and joy. And that's where I said, oh, so Robin Hood t-shirts. And then I said, well, I can sell other stuff too. <laughs> but <laughs> TeePublic yeah. is great in Redbubble. You know, you're supporting a, lo- a, a local, maybe not local. You don't know where they live. But you're supporting an artist. So these days people need that. And you get a cool shirt out of it or whatever. I sold the, I sold a pin. I only got 25 cents. I sold like a phone case. John sold a, a pillow, which I would love to sell a pillow. That's so you can check out John's stuff too at tpublic.com slash jhunt5440. And Josh has one too. So if you go to leakpodcast.com, you can find all that information too. So, yeah, yeah, it's like slash shop, I think. Yeah. You can go to the shop or support shop i don't know oh they're both there but uh, but also yeah like i always say if you go to t public get the get the soft t-shirt way worth it <laughs> i have a uh, probably wear it to the comic shop tomorrow i have my robin hood out loud 20 oh very well i'm gonna say this clay actually because I, I originally i was like ah, who, clay's clay's crazy but rachel got me some really nice like stuff for christmas nice clothes clothes that aren't soft. cheap i always buy i always buy the cheapest shit and i was like oh these are really comfy <laughs> yeah it's so it does make a difference if you spend it. the money so it's i did not that much more on t public no on t public like, it's not that much more. they always have like sales yeah they have sales all the time so you know but yeah check it out and that's it thanks for listening everybody and yeah, uh, we'll see you chumps later. Wonder you. Well, I think we handled that well.